Hey, yo, ladies and gents, episode two, Prove Me Wrong, sports podcast over here on DFPN. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, first thing I want to talk about right off the bat, ESPN, if you don't quit interrupting this football <laughs> game for these motherfucking at-bats with Aaron Judge, I have never seen people try to put excitement on the fourth place person. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. You yep. will have the fourth highest home run total in a single season in baseball history. And people are acting like, you know what I'm saying? I want this yep. kind of coverage for the person who comes in fourth at a hundred meter dash at the next Olympics. <laughs> if we put in this much emphasis on fourth place stuff is all I'm saying. Cause I'm, you was messing up college football a couple of weeks ago. You was interrupting. Now you interrupting Monday night football. I'm like, bro, Football season is here. Baseball, your time is gone. I know there's people who will disagree, but I think overall as a whole, the minute the NFL season and college football comes on, no one cares. Baseball is a spring <laughs> sport. <laughs> spring in the summer, that's what you get. Y'all know the NBA stops, and y'all know it, like when, when it is that sports drought, that is, that's your gusto. And you ain't yep. letting people take the juice no more to hit 95 home runs a season. I don't care no more. You know what I'm saying? I don't even care. You now, are right. Now, I am turning into, like, I, I'm following baseball now. I'm a Padres fan. We we have clinched the playoffs by losing less than the other person that we were in competition <laughs> with. <laughs> they lost more games, so we clinched based on them losing last night while we lost as well. And we're just like popping champagne and shit. I'm just, we lost, yeah, yeah. Ah! But they lost. We in there, World Series. Let's go, like, bro. Y'all ain't even sniffing the World Series. You in the division with the Dodgers, who won 200 games this season. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Stop interrupting football for this shit, man. If if. He ain't gonna make it tonight that, anyway. They would go, they would go and and find that game. Like if people are watching Monday Night Football, what makes you think they're just like, man, I wonder what Aaron Judge is doing? They don't care. I will I will say though, I will say though, What's uh, that? because I work right by the stadium, uh-huh. the amount of traffic today is high. Now I'm going to the game tomorrow. I don't think he's gonna do it tonight. I'm going to the one tomorrow. I don't want him to do it tonight. Do that shit tomorrow. Oh, my guy. What What if you catch that ball? I got a glove. What if, if you I catch, catch it? That I, ball? If I if I am and I'm sitting, I'm sitting right. He's behind. what? He's left handed, right? He's yeah. left handed. I'm sitting on that side. So of you're going to have to be sitting field. left field. Yeah, I am. sitting. You have a higher chance of getting it left field. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is so, he right handed? Yeah. I think he's right handed. I, I, I yeah, am right handed. He'll pull it. Field. Yeah, it's left field. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to see where it's at. Bro, if he gets it and he'd be like, hey man, I would like that ball. Here's a signed bat in a jersey. I'll take it. I'll take it. Nah, son. It's all it's it's all about it's all about run the player, them man. pockets, Yankees. Run <laughs> them pockets. I know how much the Yankees are worth. Run 
the pockets. Give me my coins. Yes. <laughs> Give me I would, my I coins. would love for Aaron Judge to have this. However, I'm in a position. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> the Yankees are Anakin, and I'm Obi-Wan. <laughs> I, I have, have the, the eye ground. <laughs> How bad do you want your boy to have this? Boy? Ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no jersey. Ain't no signed bats. I'm going to need some money. Or like box seats. You know, every Yankee game. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you going you yeah, for life. Yeah. B, for, for life. life. You know what I'm saying? For so, life. As much as I'm just like, ah, you know, he worked hard for this. He should have. But I'm just like, bro, now that now it's different when you get the ball. You know what that I'm saying? True. It's different. Like when Duke, I, caught, you know uh, what? When Duke caught pull host off... 700, you know, and he was exactly. just like, pull host was like, man, you know, I'll give you some, a glove, a bat, a jersey. Oh, boy was like, nah, I'm going to hold on to this for a little bit. You know, make this dude sweat. Like y'all going to have to come with some shit, bro. Like, come on, man. This this is my. This I'm a grown ass man, like right here. I'm not even the dude who got it. Probably not even a Cardinals fan. The fuck I'm gonna do with you? Probably signs, not, bro. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was a hardcore Cardinals fan and that was my dude, oh, 100. Signed, you know, whatever, personalized note, whatever on it. I'll frame that thing, put it up in my man cave, all that shit. But if I'm just there visiting and I just happen to catch history, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel. That, that's how I feel. Like I say, I say I'm gonna be humble now. Like I'm gonna be the good guy. Now. I may be the asshole, bro. The I minute be... you, it, it's like you'll be like Thanos with the gauntlet. <laughs> now I'll be like Carlton with the black book. I'll give it to him. I'll give it <laughs> <Yeah>. to him. <laughs> it's, it's, I can feel the power. <laughs> the minute that ball hits your glove, bro. <laughs> Hey, I'll give this back to him. He's a swell guy. <laughs> Ooh, this, this ball smells like money. <laughs> Generational wealth money. I, I <laughs> my precious. No... <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> Aaron Judge was like to talk to you. Does he have his wallet with him? <laughs> exactly. Where's that checkbook? Bring it, bring it, buddy. Does he have his wallet with him? <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. But, yeah, we got a lot to talk about tonight, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, but as always, make sure you like, share, subscribe. Um, so you'll be notified anytime we go live. Uh, share the video. Get some more people in here. We wanted to have a conversation when we talk about these topics. Um, shout out to the, the sponsor, Plugs Earbugs. Get the plugs.com. Make sure to enter code DFPN10 for 10% discount. Then make sure to hit us up on the Bandcamp, uh, the music side of DFPN. So www.dadfillingbandcamp.com. Lowest $3 a month. Exclusive music just for you guys. And then also when we're making those big releases, uh, you'll get them probably about as much as two weeks in advance before it gets out there on your Amazon, your Apple, your Googles, and stuff like that. So make sure to check us out over at dadfilling.bandcamp.com. Patreon. Hit us up. We got a. Uh, we're planning some some at least two live watches. Uh, we got the UFC fight in October, and then we also are going to stream for you guys, so you don't have to pay that ridiculous amount. 
the Jake Paul Silva fight. So we can see if Silva is going to sell out and let Jake Paul knock him out. Please. Or is Silva going to (laughs) is Silva (laughs) going to put work in on Jake Paul? We will we will front the bill for that. All we ask is you guys to come in and and bring your color commentary for that one there. Uh, that's over at the Patreon at patreon.com slash dadfillin podcast. And we have the merch over there on the Teespring or now known as Spring. Make sure to hit them up at spring.com. Uh, you see he's rocking some right there, the DFPN. And then, um, yeah, search for Dad Fillin Podcast, find our store. All that good stuff is over there. So uh, all of that supports the brand. We appreciate it. Now, I watch a lot of sports shows during the day. Um, and there's one topic outside of the Tua concussion that keeps building up and getting more and more publicity. And each week it gets more and more valid. Now, yes, Dallas Cowboy fans, your two main cheerleaders, one Skip Bayless, one Michael Earp, who, by the way, kids, people of all ages, if you think that you could do cocaine and then stop and think that it's not going to affect you. Look at Michael Irving. Cause when <laughs> that cocaine dude messed that boy up, <laughs> he get going on a sports show and people just be like, yo, what is happening right now? <laughs> he, he, he turns into, he turns into the black macho man, bro. Like, <laughs> Like he can't help it, bro. He he start like he be like I know the studio lights be hot and they be wearing suits, but I don't see nobody else sweating. Like he be sweating with you. Bring up the Dallas Cowboys. That man works. How, how Uncle Ruckus said he works up a lather. <laughs> <laughs> he works up a lather and gets it going. But let us let us really look into this. As two non-cowboy fans, completely unbiased. Yes. Looking at this. Is Dak old news in Dallas? Does Dak remain the starting QB for Dallas the remainder of this season when he comes back fully healthy? If I'm looking at this, if I'm looking at this unbiased, I would Mm -hmm. say yes. I'm not, I would say he is old news because if you look at the rejuvenation of that team, granted, we're still in October. There's still plenty of time for Dallas to throw this shit away mm-hmm. as they normally do. But mm-hmm. since Cooper Rush has come in, the Dallas Cowboys have looked like a different team. The, the plays are different. They're catching teams off guard more. Uh, the, the flow of the game is better. With Cooper Rush at the helm, the running game is more balanced because they kind of rely on that to be good, even with the starting line that is mostly subs, right? Because half the starting lineup for the line is out, injured. Even with that being said, they they are finding ways to win games. I don't know if that would have been the case if Dak would have been there, but Unfortunately, we don't have that data to go off of. Would they be this team if Dak was there? I don't know. Uh, but 
they are they look like a completely different team right now. So I don't know if that will change if Dak comes back. If there's any regression, mm-hmm. I would say it's in Dak's best interest to look elsewhere. That's just me. Oh, as I, I would say it's it's in his best interest. He has to. If Cooper Rush comes in and does this good of a job, which for all intents and purposes, I am not a Dallas Cowboys fan, but mm-hmm. Cooper Rush has looked very good. He, he has looked very, very good. So I would say Dak may be on his way out of there. If he comes back and he isn't good, they may bench him, bro. It may be in their best interest to bench him and put in Cooper Rush. What about you? So I'm looking at these stats here. Now, when Dak is like his worst season outside of injury was 2017, where he threw 22 touchdowns and 13 interceptions, 3,300 mm-hmm. yards. Uh, like that, that's a pretty so like 86 QB rating, QBR. Our passer rating, QB rating for that season was 70. Um, bro, yeah, I, that's, that's I pretty solid still. I, I even last year, even a year last year, yeah. we played 16 games, uh, 4,400 yards passing, 37 mm-hmm. touchdowns, 10 interceptions, passer rating 104.2. Played out of that. It. That is that is that is out of this world. Even yeah. the year, even the year he got hurt, he was on pace for an MVP season that year. Yes. But what the stat, what the stats don't tell you is what what the win loss record is, right? Mm-hmm. Or you know, what I mean, like how that how that affects the team as a whole. With Cooper Rush at the helm, the Dallas Cowboys are more of a team. Right. That well, I think they have to, to be more of a team because they have to be. You have to rely on that rushing game more. And, and first of first and foremost, let me right. just say the Dallas Cowboys defense is is what is going to carry this team if they were to this, be successful. This is true. And this is true. God forbid they win a Super Bowl. This will be one of those Super Bowl wins where you put an asterisk next to it because like the 2000 Ravens. Right. Like the what was it? Oh five bucks or whenever they won two thousand four. Whenever they won, four, I, I believe. Yeah. Yep. Um. Any 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 team where you're just like, bro, the the defense drug y'all to this Super Bowl. Like yes. Like like it's it's it is what it is. You know, like you you can't like if Jimmy G ever won a Super Bowl. Or like the year he went when I think they played the Chiefs. If they won that, it would have been the defense that would have took them there. The defense is what's right. carrying Dallas right now. Um, because they're not really scoring bunches, you know. Right, right. I would say Cooper Rush for a backup is a very good backup. He is he I would put him top tier backup because what you want your backup to do is to just keep the team afloat until your starter gets back. He has managed manage the game. Yes. He has surpassed just keeping the team afloat. He has them staying on track 
behind the 4-0 Philadelphia Eagles to possibly give them some some run when it comes to um, who's going to win this division. Because I think right. once Dak got hurt, everybody was just like, oh, Philly's running away with this. Um, but now Dallas is right there. And the Giants, the Giants defense is also keeping them. But I feel like I feel like the Giants are more a pretender in that that division. Um, I, I don't they think maybe I don't I don't it think, remains to be seen. I I bro, Saquon can only do so much. You know, I know he had yeah. the year off and all that stuff, but we've seen when running backs are asked to do way too much, i.e., Christian McCaffrey. I.e., like you, you see it, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry, like it starts wearing down on them, and they just, they just can't. Like their body's just like, right. I, I can't. But um, right. I think here's where I'm at. I think because Cowboy fans and and Jerry Jones, they're prisoners of the moment. They're always prisoners of the moment. They never see the big picture. Right now, <laughs> Cooper true. is three and zero. Right now, Cooper is three and zero. Dak says I'm better. Dak comes back after tonight. Their next opponent is the Rams, I feel. And then they have the Eagles after that. If Dak comes back and they lose both of those games, which I feel they can, um, the crowd, I mean, everybody will be just, just pitchforks and torches trying to get him out of there. And once Cooper comes back in. And when Cooper comes back in and he is a full-fledged Starting quarterback, I don't think you know what I'm saying. I don't, it's it's not gonna be this honeymoon phase that they're in right now with this three and oh, because they're not playing good teams right now. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, they just beat Cincinnati, they they were in the Super Bowl last bro. Come on, man. Y'all see Cincinnati since he's still getting it together. Y'all but see Cincinnati out here. They're, they're O line trash, and like I yeah. said, Dallas is his front seven. Is is trouble. So when you got a, a D line and linebackers like that against this paper mache O line from Cincinnati, like you gonna you gonna give them problems. Then you roll in and play. Who did they play next? They had Cincinnati, the Giants, the you, Giants. You know and, what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they played fucking the Commanders. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Come on, Dad. Like you're supposed to win those games. You're supposed to win those games. Calm down. That's what I said. Was there, it's, it's, if Dak was there, October. y'all were supposed to win those games too. All right. So nobody was saying is a coin flip. If you lost, nobody would have gave you shit. You won. Here's, you're good. Here's what I'm saying though. With with Cooper in the lineup, the offense is more balanced. Right. Instead of relying on Dak to on his arm. Because you know Dak has an arm and you know he can get it downfield. You know he can make the reads. He has the better chemistry. You rely more on Dak in that sense. Cooper has to build that. So until you build that, the the game plan is keep the offense as balanced as possible, which is perfect for the Dallas Cowboys. You Mm -hmm. need a balanced offense. If Dak comes back, I don't know how much that changes. Here's where I'm at. I hear what you're saying, 100%. I'm always a believer of this dude is a backup for a reason. Yeah. You know, you sure. have your you have your 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 oddities like Tom Brady, who I think wasn't a career backup. He was a backup to Drew Bledsoe for 
half that season or something before Bledsoe got hurt, then he stepped in. Um, right. Drafted in the sixth round, though. So I get it. Drafted in the sixth round. Nobody was expecting big things from Tom Brady, but Cooper Rush has been in the league for five years. Backup. All five years. Went through so many training camps. Obviously, nobody ever saw anything from him to make him think like, hey, maybe he can give he can give our starter a, a run for his money and we'll we'll have a QB battle and see what's up. That has never happened. Never happened right. at all. So like like I said, like maybe he's he's catching people off guard. They don't have a lot of film on him, you know what I'm saying? Like they would a Dak or something like that, years of film, because he doesn't get in games a lot. Um, right. He's been in three games now, four tonight. Maybe they're starting to collect a little bit of things on him. Um, defenses are starting to cue in on his cadence. A lot of other things that that people start getting once you have a a, a catalog and some, some games yeah. on film. So, again, I need to know from my Dallas fans: are are y'all good with the team? I mean, because Dak got his bag already. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many more years on his contract he has, but I don't know. I, I don't. You you can't go away from Dak. You know I don't see this being you a can't. thing like when Tony Romo got hurt and Dak right. started playing better. You know what I'm saying? This this ain't that. You can't. But keep in mind, this is the Dallas Cowboys we're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. Jerry Jerry Jones was on his radio show talking about I would welcome a a, a controversy. You know. Put put a little fire on her in there because he wants Dak to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. As long as Jerry Jones is there, you 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 can't predict. All we can do is just be like, you you got to give the the team back over to Dak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but nobody has come out really and said Dak's our guy. This is what worries me. That this is what worries me. Yes. No one's come. No one's come out and said, "All right, Cooper's doing fine." He's doing a great job, but Dak is still our guy. No one said that yet. Right. And that's that's also what gets me. Um, if I'm Dak, I'd probably be feeling some type of way. Maybe it's something different in the locker room. Maybe when they're they're in front of the cameras, they're just trying to boost up, you know, uh Cooper. Maybe they're just not trying to start any drama between Dak and Cooper or something. I don't know why the players answer the questions the way they do, but you have to give Dak the ball. And I'm saying if he comes back from an injury and the first thing he has to see is Aaron Donald line up across from him, you know what I'm saying? Of Fucking, course, yeah. You know, it's like, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby Wagner over there throwing the <laughs> C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb covered by Jalen Ramsey. And you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. And then the next yep. day you got the fucking Eagles defense that has been playing lights out lately um, coming up against him. And they're just going to be like, well, his numbers don't look like Cooper's did going up against, you know, Washington. And, like, people aren't going to look at that. They're just going to be like, Cooper won, Dak lost. It is what it is. Yep. Put Cooper back in. And you know what? As as a non-Cowboy fan and someone who – I don't hate Cowboy fans. There's a word for it that I don't know um, exists, but it's not hate. It's not hate, it's, but I just love to see when y'all are sad. No, I, I, I'm not gonna call it hate. I'm not gonna call it hate either. But their anguish sustains me. 
does. <laughs> it fuels me. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, cause my team ain't shit this year. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, mine either. Mine we playing to get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I just want a quarterback that can look over the offensive line and throw the ball. Cause Baker ain't. <laughs> This man gets so many passes batted down. I was watching this game. Here, it got to the point where I stopped watching full Carolina Panthers game, and I just turned on red zone. Red zone will just come back and be like, hey, Becker fucked up again. Back to another game. I'm like, thanks, man. I didn't want to see that. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I knew it. Yes, <laughs> as I figured. Trash. And Baker, Baker Mayfield with another interception. And the only touchdown they scored was on the defensive side. So I'm just like, yeah, figures. I am not. Bro, they are coming to Baltimore November 20th, three hours away from me. I'm like, oh, we can make it a weekend. Go up there, go to the aquarium. Go. Do I want to go to that game? <laughs> do I Do I want to <laughs> go to that game? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. You will be sad. You will be very sad. Because Lamar, after yesterday, is on a mission. I'm hoping he's over it by the time the, the 20th of November gets. <laughs> he in. won't be. I'm hoping that, be. you know, they're, they're riding high and they're feeling themselves, and, and we probably sneak in there. And <laughs> Sam Darnold's probably starting at that point because he can see over the line, but I don't know. No, he has, he has that date circled. This is the this is the statement game. Right? I heard Will is coming. I got <laughs> Anyways, uh cowboy fans and non-cowboy fans, let me know if y'all think uh Cooper should sit in the helm until uh things start going south for the Cowboys, or once Dak says I'm ready, they give him the, the reins back to the squad, you know. Uh yep. next up, let's talk about college football. Week four in the books for college football. Um I think of the top 25, uh, the biggest, not the biggest, everybody was kind of, I, I was predicting Alabama would probably bump back up to number one with uh, Georgia yep. struggling against Missouri, uh, just like Alabama dropped when they were struggling against Texas. So um, that's where I'm at with that as far as the the top four. Um, college playoffs has already been established in my eyes. Um, except Still for got, the number four team, because yep. uh, Michigan can't go because Ohio State and Michigan have to play, um, yeah. and they don't play in the Big Ten championship. They're in the same division, so one of them has got to go. So, yeah, yeah. So, with that being the case, um, before we get into that, do you have any issues with uh, the new rankings? No. First and foremost, what's up to my homie Damian Melbourne, man? What's good with you? Um, but no, top four, no, I don't. The top four is gonna be the top four for a while. Yeah. Uh the only the only thing that I can see, because here here, here it is, here it is. Everybody's starting to hype up the fucking Pac 12 again. Everybody's oh, starting to, over there. Yeah, everybody, <laughs> here, here comes the pack. Here comes the pack. So, hey, off the strength of that, I'll, I know, but off the strength of that buzz, you're going to have, you're going to have USC going to fuck around and be in the top four. This is what I'm, this is what I'm, this is what I'm saying. They're going to mess around. At the end of the year? Find, 
Yes. All they have to do is win out. You think they're fucking with Oregon? Oh yeah. The way they struggled against the way they struggled against Oregon State. Yeah. All they got to do is tweet. That's it. You know Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley is planning for this. Mm -hmm. This is his whole game plan. Be Oregon. You are the king of the division. That's all you have to do. Because for all these years, Oregon has been the king of Oregon and Utah have been going back and forth. And in the in the absence of the absence of of USC when they were playing fucking Russian roulette with, with coaches the last whatever. Um Oregon and US or Utah have been running that 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 conference. Enter Lincoln Riley and his recruits, and USC is back. Um, yeah, it's pretty much a. I'm not gonna say that because Oregon still still pulls some recruits. Thanks Oregon to is, Nike. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kids, what kids USC, want the latest gear. What USC? What Lincoln Riley going to USC did? I noticed this before I left California. What mm-hmm. he did change the landscape of recruiting on the West Coast because him coming there. All the California commits that were going to other places are yeah. now looking at USC and going to USC. So yeah. all, all those top high school recruits, now they have a place it's, to go it's that's the in Pete state. Carroll effect. When yeah, Pete Carroll was is. at USC and he was pulling local talent out of the state, which I know the South loves their high school football and stuff, but bro. Bro, bro, Cali got some. Cali Let got me some tell teams, you, I, my guy. When I was when I was a senior, Reggie Bush was a freshman. He went to Helix, and he went there with a uh, Alex Smith was his a uh, was his quarterback. So Alex Smith and uh, Reggie Bush both same high school. Mm-hmm. We playing them. They ain't in our conference. It's like an out of conference thing or whatever. Bro, this dude caught a pass, basic check down. He t- broke. <laughs> he ran up the sideline, close to our sideline. I never seen a motherfucker move so fast in my life. I was like, "Oh, he must run track." Not even <laughs> thinking he was about to be this this juggernaut. Like the way he was in college, I'm just like, "This make no goddamn sense." <laughs> yeah, that's true. You, like, Bush was, at USC was insane. Bro, a cheat code. He, he was like yeah. Vic in Madden 03. Yeah. <laughs> four seams or four verticals <laughs> roll out go. Like that that's that's all he was. So with yep. talent like that, UCLA is going to lose out on people. No. Oh yeah. No. I don't want to say they'll get the scraps, but you know what I mean. Like, you know, Stanford, Stanford's not going to get those Andrew Lux, you know that yep. they had. They're not going to get the Christian McCaffrey's that they had. Like all those people are going to end up going to UCLA or USC if they want to stay on the West Coast. Yeah. It is what it is. So it'll be Oregon and USC. I don't know. I don't know how Utah recruits. I don't know how they get like I don't know. <laughs> I've never lived in Utah. Me neither. I don't know Are what you they Mormon? Offer. Come on. <laughs> nah, cuz they go to BYU. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know, but um <laughs> outside of that, I'm looking Kentucky fell, obviously, taking that L. Uh yeah. They were ranked pretty high, but we we kind of we kind of talked about that last week. Uh Oklahoma State is climbing up there. And let me tell you, the one team I'm just like, what the fuck are y'all doing here? Kansas. 
Kansas up here five and zero, blowing people the fuck out. Now, granted, hey, they ain't playing nobody. Granted, that's Tennessee just like Wake Tech, Forest, Tennessee Tech, West Virginia, Houston, Duke, and Iowa State. They have TCU next, which is a a top twenty five team. So they'll be playing their first top twenty five opponent in TCU next week. And then another one I want to talk about out the the Big Twelve is just you just got people rising up, and then you got people who you're like, oh, this should be a cakewalk from like Oklahoma falling out of the top twenty five. Yep. Um, what are your thoughts on Oklahoma? It was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. With Lincoln Riley so, bouncing, yeah, when he bounced, it was you knew it was coming. They got to rebuild that. <laughs> they got to rebuild that whole program, bro. Because mm. what he brought to it, the people, the people that he he brought to the team, like yep. invested in him and his program. Now you have a whole new system coming in, and they have to readjust. It's gonna be a rocky year for them. It really is. Yep, UCLA is in there too, five and zero. So I mean the Pac-12 or Pac-10, what do they call them? So because I know they're losing people and shit. Are they still Pac-12. the Pac-12? They're still the Pac-12. Yeah, still the Pac-12. Yep. Maybe they should be. They could be that new uh, fourth conference in there with the ACC, Big Ten, SEC. They could yeah. be that one outlier that'll sneak that one person in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they will. They will. So I'm telling I mean. you, they're gonna they're gonna sneak they're gonna sneak either Oregon or USC in there. One of them US, two is USC is going to jump Clemson because Clemson is is not the same. They they need a quarterback and the the brother they got playing now. Um, like I don't I don't know what it is. Like their games aren't that impressive. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not right. really blowing people out like they should. Like they should be. Um, they beat NC State, which NC State was a top ten team, so that's good on them. They won by ten. They got yeah. Boston College, Florida State, Syracuse, Notre Dame. So it's it's a pretty weak schedule. Um, right. I feel I f- here's where I'm at. Clemson, if they go undefeated, Alabama goes undefeated. Georgia goes. So Alabama and Georgia play in the SEC championship. Yeah. But either if, one if of they, them, if, if they're if they're both undefeated, get there, one loses. That one is getting in the, the the playoff. That'll be the four seed. No, I think if they if they finish out undefeated, play each other, they end up one and two. Depending on who wins, somebody's only going to drop a slot. the The loser of the SEC championship game, the two will drop the four. No, no, because here's what I'm saying: the loser of that game will go to four. Yeah, because. If Ohio State and Michigan, they whoever wins that, and if the winner of that game wins their division or their conference undefeated, they will be higher than a four seed. Yeah. Based on the strength of them yeah. playing each other. Um, I agree with that. If USC goes undefeated, USC is going into playoffs because of money. <laughs> like if they're undefeated and Clemson's undefeated, the A. Don't don't There's, knock it. Like Clemson, Clemson's outside looking in. Clemson is the outside looking in. Yeah, because you're not gonna you're not gonna put out either Bama or Georgia with one L and the L coming against the other powerhouse. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Clemson will be on the outside looking in based on strength of schedule. 
USC is getting in on the strength of, boy, that's that West Coast money. We can have them tune into these we games because the West yeah. Coast audience really ain't in the no college football lately, you know. So right, that's just me because college football is out for the money. So I'm gonna be looking. Oh up. no, I trust and believe. Trust mm-hmm. and believe. If USC is in the playoffs, the Californians are gonna tune in because they fucking hate the SEC. Bro. You you remember the uh, Texas USC one man? That was a bit that, bro. Yeah. When you have the championship game over in the Rose Bowl in California, and there's USC. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yep. Lit. Boy, Lit. California hates the SEC. I would. I went to uh, LSU UCLA, mm-hmm. and boy, the amount the amount of hate right in that building. Oh. I was so proud. Let me tell you, <laughs> not that I think about it. You were right. The loser of that game would go to the three because they yeah. don't want Alabama and Georgia to play each other again so right. soon. Yeah, right. So the four would be, it would be Alabama or the winner of the SEC championship against USC. Yep. And then the loser of the SEC championship against either Ohio State or Michigan. Yeah. If everybody most likely wins Michigan. Out. You think Michigan gonna get you uh Ohio State this year? They could. They look like they can. Oh let me let me see. Whether they will because I know their Russian attack is legit. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. They, they look start, like they can they start playing people. Maryland, Iowa. So they're beating, like outside. So when they started conference play, they beat Maryland by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They beat Iowa by thirteen, which Iowa's a pretty good program. They are not this year. Them boys barely beat whoever they had in week one because they got a safety. <laughs> um, let me check what Ohio State's been doing. Because Ohio State has first place vote. Oh, my God. <laughs> they ain't fucking with Ohio State, bro. <laughs> Unless that defense is legit for Michigan. That defense is legit. Oh, and, and they play at the horseshoe? Hmm. I don't know. Defense is- I know. I know the Russian game and defense travels, right? Bro. Yep. Man, I, will, oh I, will, I will go as far. I will go as far as to do this. Mm-hmm. Michigan by 10. Prove me wrong. I'm clipping this. I'm clipping this. <laughs> I'm clipping Michigan this. Michigan by 10. Right now, I'm saying Michigan by 10. So, okay. Right now, let's make some predi- let's Let's have some fun right now. College playoff prediction. Yep. What's, what's, what's your seeds? What's the results? Let's go. One, and you get Alabama. one update. You get one update from now right. until it happens. Okay. You can- All right. All right. All right. One, Alabama. Two. Two, I'm going to go ahead and say Michigan. Three. Mm-hmm. Three will be Georgia. Four will be USC. That, that's my prediction right now. I'd say one, Georgia. One Georgia, two Ohio State, three Alabama, 
for USC. And in my one change, if I have to change anything, it would be that four seed, depending on if, if USC lose, Clemson is jumping in there. Watch Michigan and Ohio State fuck around and lose before then. Ohio State. Ohio State ain't losing, bro. I'm looking at this like granted, they played they played Notre Dame, which at the time was supposed to be a top they ain't no threat this year. No, they ain't no threat. But they they running out 45, 77, 52, 49. Fucking I mean, they are just that offense is yeah, but they're, they're, they're playing fucking Rutgers and shit, bro. Like, of course. Of course. You're supposed to blow these teams out. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I mean, you would think you'd blow out Maryland instead of winning by a touchdown. Maryland was ranked at one time. They were not ranked when they played Michigan. No, they weren't. You're right. You're right. They got uh, Tua's brother playing for them, but that's about it. You know, we know what their weakness is in that family. No, that was a low blow. Oh. Let me stop. Let me stop. Real quick, man. <laughs> Real quick, man. Um, Heisman favorites, bro. Who you who you looking at? Uh, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one. Uh, right now. It's a QB for me. You know what? I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go outside because I want to say mm-hmm. CJ Stroud. That's my guy. That's who you got. Oh yeah. I'm oh, gonna yeah. go Caleb. I'm gonna go Caleb Williams too. Caleb Williams is looking real good. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, I'm talking about favorites. Like you're looking at it. You're like, this is who I would give the high, not like outside dark horse stuff. Like no, looking, at, looking-, looking at the landscape. If you had to put money on who is winning the Heisman, you're putting it on him. No, no, no. CJ Stroud is my guy. Okay. But so that's I'm saying, favorite. yeah, that's my favorite. That's someone that's who my could guy. sneak into the discussion is what you're talking about. Yeah, you have a couple that could sneak into this discussion for this one. You know, so Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs, mm-hmm. uh, had a pretty had a pretty good good game. So if CJ Stroud start, if he if he gets into an avenue where it's shaky, Jameer yeah. Williams is a is a really good candidate for Heisman. Plus, it's Alabama. That is valid. Like, I feel like if you go to Alabama, like you're on the radar. Your, yeah, yeah, you're on the, you're radar, on the radar somehow. Uh I here's why I'm I'm thinking I'm looking at Kansas and I'm looking at what they're doing. Granted, they haven't played nobody in, and it's early, but if my man keeps putting up numbers, uh who's the QB for? Fucking uh, Kansas, Jalen Daniels. Mm-hmm. Bro, he he could be in there. He and like could. ESPN, well let me could. let me see who ESPN has real quick for their thing. Because Bryce Bryce Young got hurt, so I know that may affect. That yeah, that may hurt his unless right. he plays, which I, I wouldn't advise against. But 
if he plays next next week, then that okay. that may do his number some justice too. All right. So here's their top five candidates. Number one is CJ Stroud. Mm-hmm. Uh 61 points with eight first place votes. Number two is Jalen Daniels, Kansas quarterback, 51 points with three first place votes. Number three is Bryce Young, uh, 45 points with three first place votes. Number four is Brock Bowers, the tight end out of Georgia. Uh For 20 points. What? One first place vote. Uh, apparently, hold on, what's it say? Despite being one of the toughest tight ends to cover the passing game, Bowers has done a lot of his damage on the ground. He rushed for 77 yards, two touchdowns on just two carries in Georgia's 39-22 win over Kent State. He has three rushing touchdowns this season and two more through the air, I guess. Will Anderson Jr., the linebacker out of uh, uh, Alabama, it's fifth. Long defensive guy. Yep. Others receiving votes. Caleb Williams, quarterback out of USC. Hendon Hooker, the quarterback out of Tennessee. Michael Penix Jr., quarterback out of Washington. Stinson Bennett, quarterback Georgia. Mohammed Ibrahim, running back Minnesota. Mm, that's that's odd. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, odd that's ESPN. So I'm pretty sure other outlets got different things, but. I appreciate Jalen Daniels getting some, getting a little bit of shine, man. I know he's not going to stay there for long. Uh, hey, I mean, if he, they, they, they beat, you know what I'm saying? They beat Iowa State by a field goal. Iowa State is not good this year, but granted, Kansas was supposed to be the bottom dweller of the Big Twelve or Big whatever right. they call them. So. They they are superseding a lot of things because that game he yeah. he went seven for fourteen for ninety three yards. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he is like crushing it. Yeah. But when they were playing the scrubs, <laughs> he was lighting them the fuck up. Man. He was lighting them the fuck up. So uh, hopefully he can keep this going. It'd be awesome to, to see Kansas, you know, ruin the Big Twelve even though they're trying to ruin themselves by loaning teams jumping all over the place and shit. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens. We will see. Uh, next topic. Let's talk a little NBA. Biggest thing that sticks out preseason, the Phoenix Suns. Two years ago, Western Conference champions, two wins away from an NBA championship. One year ago, up. I think they were up three games to one against the – no, they were up three games to two. They were up 2-0, lost two in Dallas, won one in Phoenix. Yeah, you're right. Lost in Dallas. Then Dallas came back to Phoenix and whooped. Gave them business. (laughs) Luca was hilarious to watch. As he was toying around – with not only the Phoenix Suns defenders, but the Phoenix crowd. He was like, <laughs> I'm that dude. That, what's that quote? I'm him. Yeah. <laughs> it's what Lucas said in game seven. I'm <laughs> him. And they couldn't do nothing. It got to the point no. so bad. Uh, Monty Williams was just like, you know what? Don't even come back back in the game, uh, DeAndre Ayton. Just sit your ass down because you ain't even playing hard. 
And then it went into all this thing, like, do the Suns even want Aiden anymore? Um, is Chris Paul washed up? Because he did not show up that game seven. No leadership, no heart, no nothing. All of this stuff. Everybody no, comes wasn't. back. They give Aiden his deal. The core is back. Booker's extended. Everybody has their money. They come into the playoffs, and they lose against the 36ers. And I'm sitting here like, when I saw when that ESPN notification popped up on my phone, Listen, I thought I was it was like, a typo. I was like, I was like 76ers, right? Yes. <laughs> I thought it was a typo. Who's working at ESPN making these types of errors like this? 36ers. Wait a minute. Yep. You mean to tell me <laughs> the Phoenix Suns lost to an Australian pro team? In NBA, this was this was supposed to be like an ex- exhibition. Yep. This is like the Harlem Globetrotters versus the Nationals, bro. Like, what are y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Y'all supposed to ball on these dudes. You supposed to be bamming over the center. You know what I'm talking about? You supposed to hezzy step back. You know, fillet that shit. But what happened here? Uh, what bro, happened? The 36ers. Shot 24 or 43 from three-point land. <laughs> they were they were rostered. The 36ers were led by Craig Randall, who briefly played at the University of Memphis and then at Tennessee Martin before stopping the G League. And some dude named Robert Franks, who also was a G League reject, quote-unquote. They both combined for 67 points and 15 threes between them. Now oh, I'm trying to see who all played. Everybody, hold up. Cameron Payne played, Mikael Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul all played, and they lost. Them two G League dudes came over there with it on their mind. I'm about to They about to get picked you, up. Yeah. They about to get picked they up. They going to Golden State. Bro, they hungry. They hungry. Yeah. Hey. They going to Golden State. Lakers. Lakers, y'all see them boys. Go. Y'all see there them boys. Go. I don't know. We don't really need any more guards. We we got too many guards as. We don't know what the fuck going on. How about Can we just shoot? give Russell to the fucking Airedales 36ers and we'll we'll take both of them guards off your hands, bro. Like yeah. I don't even know. But go with that Australia, being bro. said, does this is it too early? Do we look at this and be like, there may be trouble in Phoenix, there may be trouble in the Valley of the Sun? Um, does that change your your rankings when it comes to the Western Conference? Who are you looking at as favorites coming out of that? I know we talked about a little uh last show. We both say Golden State, um, mm-hmm. you know, Nuggets be stronger with uh uh Jamal Murray and Michael Porter coming back with Joker back there. Um we weren't as high on the Grizzlies. Um, I think they right. were just they just caught people off guard last year. Phoenix was like there. Um, but I mean, I, I don't know, like I want to still think Phoenix has something to say in the West, even with this loss in preseason. I, I hope this was an eye opener for them. I hope it was. Otherwise, there is trouble because you don't. First and foremost, they're not an NBA team, right? You have two uh, people that came from the G League that stepped on the court 
and knew they could just destroy you, right? You don't want those types of problems. That is an indicator of something much larger if this is what's happening in the preseason. Mm -hmm. And you have the same core team that you have when you went to the NBA Finals. The experience is there to where you can weather a storm and come back. The experience Mm -hmm. is there. The bench isn't that isn't that bad. Your starters yeah. are good. I don't understand what what went wrong here. I really don't. But they need to figure this out before the start of the season. They need to figure it out. They say I like that's my team. I like the thirty sixers. Yeah, the thirty sixers came out hot from three, hitting ten of their first seventeen. So I understand you get punched in the mouth like that. That's like the uh, the Golden State effect. You know what I'm saying? They just right. come out and they just start hitting them threes, and within two to three minutes, you down 12, 15 points. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but you need to be able to battle back from shit like that. You got people you like do. Derek or Devin Booker who who can hit threes, Chris Paul who can shoot, uh, Cameron Payne who's a three and D person, uh, Mikael Britt. You know, like your your talent should supersede that not not to say yeah. airedale 36ers y'all ain't nice you know what i'm saying but um if if you're supposed to be competing with the golden states the 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 denvers the milwaukees the the you know what i'm saying the best of the best in the nba which has the the best basketball players on the planet in it um you you can't let shit like this happen like once those no, three start no. falling Monty Williams, call that timeout. Make your adjustments. Y'all Shut better lock shit. it up. Shut that lock shit the fuck up. down. Yeah. <laughs> Quit I playing not zone. One, one Play more this three man, come out of that corner. Bro, talk about it. Talk about it. If they make a three with your hand in their face, I'll take it. I'll be like, hey, he just on. Nah, These if you do that, threes? we signing them. If they making threes like that with you locking them up like that, we signing them after the game. Hey, come here real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You the truth, kid. Come here. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, come here, man. man. You, you, tell, t- tell them you'll see them later. Come here. Yep. Come here. Let me yep. show you what a locker room look like. <laughs> <laughs> it's comfy in here, right? <laughs> Better than the one you got in Australia, right? You want to? Here's here? one thing I didn't think about. Here's one thing I didn't think about. What's what that? if? What if? The Phoenix Suns are gonna purposefully tank because of the Sarver situation. No, because he all he Sarver already no he done. Like it's not like uh like in 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 Los Angeles where old buddy was not trying to sell it. You know what right. I'm saying? Uh, Sarver's just like I'm already put that shit in motion, bro. Like I ain't. What did Sarver say? He was like. I was hoping that my time away would allow me to become a better person, but it appears in this time, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, in this time of unforgiveness. Um, yeah, he did say that. That, that and I'm just like, mm, I don't, don't blame the culture of unforgiveness. Blame your dumbass actions. Like as here's where I'm at, and then we'll move on. A lot of these old white people, when they get caught being racist, they they want to be like. <laughs> Uh, people won't let me grow up and move from from making this mistake. 
that's a mistake that your ass made at 50 and 60. Like you've been alive the better half of a century and you still don't know that shit's wrong until your ass gets caught. And then you coming around talking about, I can try to be a better person. No, you too set in your ways at that point. You know, it's yeah. not like these yeah. kids coming out of high school and they'd be like, Ooh, look at his Twitter. He said the N word and he's a white person. Like that's a kid. Like I still feel some ownership has to be held because I'm pretty, I don't know where you're from in the United States, but I feel like it is hardwired that calling a black person a nigger when you are white is a uh, is wrong. Like it even used to if be grounds to get your ass even, even if you were raised in the 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 KKKs of the KKK, you know the clansiest of the clan <laughs> lands. Um, I'm pretty sure when they taught you when you see a black person and you say you call them this, you you'd have to be like why. Like something like, why am I going out of my way to say this? You know, when right. I see one of them. So at, at 60 and at 50, y'all know what that word means. Y'all know what it is. You know, sexual harassment is wrong. You you know, you know, the, the minute yep. you was like, why can't I call? Why can't I say that word? And the black person you asked that question to is like, because you fucking can't. You're like, whoa, excuse me. Like, <laughs> you know why you can't say it, Robert. Quit being stupid. And then now all of this shit comes to light. Uh, apparently, this climate of unforgiveness we're in. Nobody wants to let me learn from my mistakes. Shut I mean, the fuck yeah, up. Sell your team. You need to, get your you billion need to learn dollars. And get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Learn and get, get the your fuck billion out. dollars. Go live somewhere where you can. I don't know. You, you just can't be here. <laughs> you just can't be here, bro. And it, it ain't a culture just, of unforgiveness. Yeah, it's a culture go. of we know who you are. The the per person you are just can't be here. That that that's what right. it is at this point, Robert. Right. I do feel like there's still some drama with DeAndre Ayton and the Suns, but um, they did sign him to an extension. He didn't willingly sign it. He had to sign it because they matched the tenure that uh, I think Indiana was trying to get him. And then the Phoenix Suns were just like, oh, we match it because he was a restricted free agent. Yeah. And then so they weren't going to sign up to an extension. They were just waiting to see if any team would try it. And then the minute the Pacers tried it, they were just like, ah, oh, nah, we want him. So I think DeAndre <laughs> feels some type of way that they weren't coming to him for an extension off the rip until somebody else wanted him. So now he's he probably feels some type of way. But, I mean, he probably. put in 22 points that game. He's balling. I mean, I don't know. A lot of these players, like when they get in this position, a part of me feels like they'll be like, man, fuck these guys. But then another part is just like, I want to keep balling because I'm marketing myself for the next team. Right. Which is why I knew right. which is why I knew Kevin Durant wasn't going to leave Brooklyn. Like, oh yeah. No, you're gonna yeah. fucking play. You're not gonna sit out because other teams yeah. will look at it and be like, So if we sign Kevin Durant and we trade away fucking five first round picks and get this dude, and he gets an attitude, he just gonna sit on the bench. No, yep. that's not the type of person I want. So, yep, it is what it is. Uh, Get yeah, him with the uh, can't, man. Yep. So that and uh, Kyrie Irving saying that uh, bro, this man constantly keeps saying shit, and I just keep getting upset. <laughs> uh, just always deflecting stuff. Um, man, I, I stopped paying attention to Kyrie when he said the earth was flat. Like this man bugging. 
Like I was just like, bro, he's just saying that for for yeah. you know, like to, to go viral. Kyrie, Kyrie just you know, like, yeah, he looking for reaction. You said that that you actually went to college, my G. You know. yeah. But at the same time, like Oxford just be calling the dumbest people over to talk to them. And they just like, bro, who was there? Bro, they oh Terrence Howard went there, was talking about the flower of life and conjugations of waves and Bro, all them college students were sitting there like exactly. This, this nigga's crazy. He's high right <laughs> this now. This nigga's crazy. <laughs> Why do we invite right this motherfucker over here? <laughs> Why well, I, I have to go to biochem after this? Like, why? Why am I here? <laughs> Who invited this crazy ass? Mother? Weren't you the bad guy in Big Mama's house? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> Hey man, you... <laughs> I discovered the flower life, man. The conjugations and people have been trying to figure this out for twenty five thousand years, and I just I figured okay. it out, man. In between takes on Empire, yeah. okay, okay, <laughs> Lucius. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I I I still think the Suns are top three in the West. Top three. Based on the fact they're bringing everybody back, they got a solid coach. Um, they should have a chip on their shoulder. Somebody, you know, wanting to prove something. Um, we'll see, man. Um, we'll see. My my big three in the West: Golden State, <coughs> Denver, and Phoenix. Big three. I I, I can see that. I can see that. I can okay. see that. Everybody else is just an outlier right now. <laughs> oh man all right that is what we got for uh nba now let's talk about some boxing make boxing great again is is, is is something that we need because while they have been good fights this year in boxing they have been like low tier type you're not really seeing them you know i'm glad espn is bringing you know uh mm -hmm. boxing back they used to do it like weekly. Like it used to be Saturday night fights or premier boxing. Like I haven't been seeing those anymore lately and I want those to come back. Um, but everybody who's anybody who who follows boxing, even casually should know the names Crawford and Spence. These yes. two are, are in, in everybody's, I would at least the top three of everybody's, Pound for pound, best fighter. They have to be in there. If they're not, I'm, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some serious justification. But Spence and Crawford fight supposed to happen. Black, you're yep. talking about. We agreed. Yep. Was it supposed to be in December? I think. Let me let me look. November supposed to be November nineteenth in Las Vegas. I believe at the T-Mobile Arena. I believe. Okay, so that's happening. Yeah. Uh, so now that gets announced, and then literally four days ago, the 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 info gets out that uh, the title fight is at risk over dispute on contract details. And we were talking before we went live. Um, the reason why the UFC and, and these other fight games, these leagues have kind of overshadowed boxing 
as the favorite, the go-to, is because of a commissioner, right? They have a commissioner to be mm-hmm. like, hey, this and this, y'all fight it. You don't want to fight them, give up your belt, give it to the next person, y'all fight it. We need yep. people to be fighting for these belts. Boxing doesn't have it. All right. And and I feel like that's been ruining the game, uh, the sport for a while, and also making it shady, uh, making people not not trust it because of the money, you know, people guarantee, you know what I'm saying? All of the crazy stuff, underhanded deals, throwing fights, all of that stuff may be going on. Um, do you feel if this fight were to go down, that this could be the fight to save boxing and bring it back to, to the mainstream? Because we had Fury and we had Wilder. I think after the first fight, everybody was just like, we don't want to see a trilogy of this. Like, we already know who the best fighter is of these guys. Like, I don't care how much training Deontay Wilder does. He is not a better boxer, nor will he ever be a better boxer than what Tyson Fury is. This is true. That, that's all this I got to say. Um, that's how I feel. So uh, that the first fight was great. The second fight made money because the first one ended in a draw. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, the, the third fight, I'm just like, Wilder, man, like, you got kids and shit? Like, what do you, what do you come in? Like, this man literally knocked you dizzy. <laughs> like, that second, like, he literally knocked you. I was scared for your life. You're, you're, actually, you're, you're, you're cornered I actually watched that fight again. The second fight? No, the third. I watched that one yesterday. I watched oh, it yesterday. Man. For what so it was, for, it was a great what, fight. Just to watch it. Oh. It came up and I and I watched it, but it that third fight was actually a good fight. It's just they were throwing bombs at each other. Mm-hmm. And for for what it was, as long as it went, I give Deontay Wilder a lot of credit because he he took some hellacious shots in that fight. Mm-hmm. And he actually dropped fury twice in that fight after he dropped fury in that first fight as hard as fury hit that ground and he got up i was just like that's it for wilder you gotta kill him i was like that's it for wilder like the minute wilder's right hand don't kill somebody and they can get up and box like they're not dizzy they're not woozy like wilder that's it bro like this dude has you but this is what i was saying the first fight because i picked fury the first fight and this was before, like, a lot of people didn't know who Fury was before he fought yeah. Deontay Wilder. A lot of fans right. in America didn't know him. But right. I was saying, this guy can box. Like, he can move. They look at he, his he, shape. People yeah, physically look, were looking yep. at Deontay like, looks this guy, like a Greek god. This yeah. dude looks like he just got off shift from. And I was like, I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm telling you. If Deontay Wilder loses this fight, don't be surprised. This guy's big, but he moves like a welterweight. Yep. He move, he boxes and he moves like a welterweight. So when he did get dropped, I was actually surprised the first fight when he got dropped. Like, I didn't think Deontay Wilder was going to catch him that clean, but he mm-hmm. did, which actually speaks volumes of Deontay Wilder's his boxing game because right. he can set up his shots. He can move. It looks awkward, but Deontay Wilder actually can move. But by the mm-hmm. end of that, by the end of that first fight, if they fought again ten more times, Fury was going to win every last one of them. And 
by the end of the third fight, you see Deontay Wilder respect it because you have yep. to. Yep. You have to. But for Crawford Spence, what this fight is for for all the for all the people who didn't watch boxing or don't follow boxing, but yep. if you ever heard the names Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns, this is exactly what this fight is. It's exactly what this fight is. You have a great boxer, great speed, nice hand speed, and Spence hits like Tommy Hearns, moves, uh -huh. can take a shot, will war with you. And you also have a great boxer in Crawford, moves well, fights both hands, can knock you out with either hand. This is the fight boxing fans have been wanting for a while because we want to see who's the better man of the two of them. And yep. to your point, to your point, this is why boxing needs a governing body. Mm -hmm. They need a governing body because you can get these fights. There's so many great fighters out there who probably won't ever fight each other because mm. of the promotion. Because of the promotion. Boxing has the old school promoter mentality that I, I, I kind of want them to get away from it, but in a lot of in a lot of terms, it makes sense because boxing doesn't have a governing body. And without that, you don't get these guys making the kind of money that they make. For what UFC is, UFC fighters don't make as much money as nope. a boxer would. They won't. But you get a lot more great fights yep. because of the governing body. So it just it, it's like a pick your poison type of thing. Do you want the best to fight the best, or do you want the fighters to make money? Which they go out there and they put their life on the line. So yep. if you're putting your life on the line for for entertainment, I feel like you should be compensated well for that right. shit. So I, I with I, this fight I, as, as 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 much as I want to see this fight, and as much as I hope it happens, something needs to be done with boxing, man. Something needs to be done. Yeah, I'm I'm never out trying to take money out of people's pockets. Like you said, yeah. they, they life on the line every time. Like the blows they take to their head, it's like each each one shortens their lifespan. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. Uh, get your money while you can. But at the same time, I feel like some some form of ego has to come in to where like, yeah, you can talk the shit and everything, but like you gotta back it, like you gotta back it up. Like Floyd and Floyd did that. Right. My thing with Floyd was he was slick with how he did it. You know, like Floyd knew who he could fight and who he could win against. And if he had but, if, he was, if he was questioning, like, I don't know if I can fuck with this dude right about now, like he would he would dodge quote unquote dodge the fight. Talk right. about talk about this, that like. With him and Pacquiao, we're, we're the hottest names, and it's just like, bro, y'all need to get this fight going. Nah, man, he ain't even. I'm over here doing, and you and like Floyd was fighting people. You're like, Floyd, what you doing, bro? What you doing? Like the people, the 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 competitors over here. You're just fighting motherfuckers, like signing contracts to fight people. I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? I gotta go to ESPN <laughs> and Google this dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, Floyd, just you know who the people want to see you fight, and and like you said, he doesn't. He's not obligated to do that right he, he he he's his own promoter own man you know what i'm saying he does it all himself so it's like if floyd don't want to do it he don't have to do it um right and then when 
Pacquiao just got hit, like years taken off his life fighting uh Margarita. Or was that Margarita that, that no Marquez? Oh Marquez. Yes. Slept him. Floyd was just like, damn, that's wild. And then Timothy Bradley mm. gave him another L that that was wrong on the unholiest levels of wrong. Um biggest robbery in boxing history. Bro. <laughs> That at the time, though, no, I was I was glad that, that shit I, happened. <laughs> at bro, the time. I, was, I was not because I'm like, now this fight will never happen. You know, like now, now we'll never see Floyd and Manny. Floyd will be like, What I'm fighting this dude? He ain't bringing no money. He got an L to this dude, <laughs> Timothy Desert Storm Bradley. <laughs> and I mean, Pacquiao was the, the, the coolest dude. Ah, you know what? Yeah, was it for me? And you know, and then like fight number two came up, Pacquiao murdered that dude. Yeah, and then they, yeah. they made it a trilogy. I'm like, Bradley, why do you keep fighting this man? Like, you knew you <laughs> lost the first one. You knew you lost it. Like, stop it. But he was trying to get his money. You know, Pacquiao's yeah. a name. Go get your money. Then Pacquiao, oh, man. It was just the the aura of that fight lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, if Errol Spence went and fought somebody and lost, and he'd get that one on his record, it's just like, oh, fuck. The fight don't like, mean as much. Right. Yeah, it but, don't um, mean as much. Yeah. So it was targeted for November 19th. Spence and Crawford had agreed to terms with Crawford set to earn the short end of the financial split. Uh, the issue is Crawford wants transparency related to event expenses since the contract contains no guaranteed purse. So he's like, the fuck is going on with the money? Is all he you know knows. It's, you know what that means? You know what that what? means? What? Crawford, Crawford don't really want to fight him. Oh. He don't really want to fight him. You think so? Oh, yeah. Why would they agree? All Crawford got to say is nah, son. That's all he got to say. But he knows this fight will make money. Mm -hmm. He knows it'll make money. So if I know, for instance, let's just say, let's just say Pacquiao, Pacquiao Bradley, right? Yep. They go into this fight. Everybody thinks Pacquiao is going to win this fight. Yep. They split the purse 60 40. Yep. No guaranteed purse on a Timothy Bradley Pacquiao fight. What does Timothy Bradley say? What's going on with this money for? Why would he say yep. that? Unless yep. there's a chance that he does not want to get in the ring with Pacquiao because he thinks in his mind. He would A, either lose this fight handily, or B, if it goes to a decision, which this fight does have the capability to go to a decision. I hope it right? does. They, they both hit hard. They both have great chance. So this fight could go to a decision. If mm -hmm. that fight goes to a decision, does Crawford feel like he may get robbed of a decision? I would say no. I would say Crawford should be walking into this feeling like he's he should be the favorite. You know what I'm saying? He his record's be. better. Here, no, like his record's better, more fights. I feel Crawford should feel like I'm gonna get the the respect on the cards that I deserve. You he know, won't it's be not the like favorite in this fight. it's not like an up and coming dude who, you know, Spence is like, Hey man, I'm going to give you a fight, whatever, give you a chance. That person may be like, fuck, you know, 
I'm 20 and 0 with 18 knockouts. My name ain't out there like yours is. Um, when it comes to these cards, I know they're going to give you the fight. Is what I'm saying. Crawford should feel like I'm I'm that dude, you know. Now, granted, he should. He absolutely. Now, should. granted, when you have people like uh, Spence who gets in an accident to get surgery to reattach a retina and go out and destroy dude the next fight, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know your name. Your name is like. <laughs> In my mind, it's a little bit more bold. Like they they hit the uh, the bold font thing on yours. I'm just like, damn, that dude, <laughs> that dude's something different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he spell checked your eye, yeah. bro. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's something different. What he did to that dude in April, I was just like, man. And then he was supposed to fight uh, Pacquiao in August last year, but you know, um. Because of the eye injury, he he didn't take that fight. And Pacquiao ended up fighting some dude that knocked his ass the fuck out and right. forced him to retire. So that's neither here nor there. I, you know, I even if Pacquiao would have fought Spence, Spence would have ate Pacquiao up. Uh, that's just my. That's what I was oh, thinking. Yeah. Um, you were looking at a retirement <laughs> match. That that would have been a retirement match. Now I don't know if it would have been as 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 grisly as as how he got knocked out by the the no-named I, 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 let me look this man's name up I, I feel like I'm doing him a disservice calling him no Who? name uh, no, but that's boxing for you that's boxing Juan Manuel Marquez bro Juan Manuel Marquez no, 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 no. for the uh, the final fight Oh. When Pacquiao was just like yeah this um, I'm going to Congress in Philippines bro this <laughs> <laughs> this is too much <laughs> Yeah, Pacquiao. No, it wasn't Pacquiao. Keith Thurman. No, it wasn't Keith Thurman. He beat Keith Thurman. Yeah, he did. I know he lost to. Uh, so he lost to Horn because that fight was in. Bro, that when he first that, that fight was fight in, in Australia. Australia. That was another robbery. Yeah, that one was a robbery. That's because he was in Australia. But he he fought Horn, lost Man, to he Horn. Did, like he be taking these fights and getting robbed, and he just be like, "Hey, eh, you know it is. You know it's, it's it a, happens." It's a, I'm like, bro, if you don't get mad and go punch a judge or some shit, bro. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, was it Ugas? Yeah, Ugas. Jordanis Ugas. Yeah, yep. yeah. That was a uh, that was his last match. Yeah, he lost to Ugas. Ugas went and fought Thurman and got destroyed. Yep. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so you can only imagine what would have happened to Pacquiao. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Had this fight, fought. Crawford and Spence, submitting for all the belts, 147 pound belts. Um, Crawford, who is the number one uh, pound for pound boxer on ESPN. So, again, that's why I'm thinking like, he should be going in there thinking like I should be getting the majority of this money. Yeah, but you got to look at quality of opponent, bro. Like, there's a reason. There's a reason Spence is known as the boogeyman of that division. Mm-hmm. Like he goes in there, he goes in there, and he can outbox you. He can he can roughhouse with you. He can do yeah. whatever you're trying to do, and. It doesn't end well for for most people. Granted, since he's moved up to 147, the knockouts haven't really been there, but he's dog walking people. 
the whole match. Yep. So if, if we go into this fight, if we go into this fight, my favorite is Spence. I see Spence winning this fight. Decision? Probably by decision. I don't Unanimous? think it'll be a uh, maybe split. Maybe split. I could see I could see a judge giving giving uh Crawford the fight. I could see that happening. I got it the other way. I think Crawford wins this uh, split uh, decision. No. Now on nowhere, and this is just what I know of Spence. Nowhere do I see Spence uh, Crawford winning this fight. Not on no card of mine do I see. No matter how I dice this up, I don't see Crawford winning this fight. Here's the only way I see Crawford not winning this fight. Is this fight doesn't happen. Or, uh, which... It may or may not like it's already being delayed to December, early January because of this. Um, if that's the case, Crawford's going to take another fight. Crawford's going to fight somebody. Yeah, he like, will. Yeah. He will, and he'll get a win. But what I'm saying, he, that's what I'm saying. He'll get it. Like he'll have wear and tear on his body from this fight. He's going to take right. Between. Right. Get into the ring. Probably not be full hundred percent like Spence. I don't know, but. Like I, I feel like Crawford. Crawford is out here with something to prove. Like he's the dude. Like is all I did, and y'all still out here not not like talking about me. Like y'all should be talking about me. Number one on people's pound for pounds, you know. And you, I ain't gonna hold you. Spence is Spence is up there on mine, but I mean, there, there's got to be upsets, right? There's bias there, though. There's, there's got to be upsets, man. There's bias on that on that on that list, though. Because most of Crawford's fights happened on ESPN, so of course they're gonna they're gonna side with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he left that, top rank though. And not, top not rank is not because top he rank top is with rank. ESPN. Yeah, yeah not because it says not, Crawford is a promotional free agent after parting ways with top rank. Yeah, I know that, but I'm saying most of his fights happened on ESPN. Oh, so of course, of course they're they gonna side be, with him. Yeah. Yeah, they got a side with him. I don't know. But if you asking me, Spence, if 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 Spence walks into this fight, I'd say at least 80%. Because no fighter walks in there 100%. He walks in there at least 80%, Spence gets the job done. And you say Spence at 80 is better than Crawford at 100? I said no, no fighter, no fighter walks in there at 100. Oh, but if okay. Spence walks in there, if he walks in there at 80%, I'm taking Spence. And if it goes how I think it'll go, Spence by unanimous decision or Spence by late round knockout, 10th or 11th. 10 or later? 10 or later. Because he'll wear him down. He'll wear him down. Crawford's a good counter puncher, but... I haven't really seen him fight off his back foot enough to give him the respect of keeping Spence off him. Mm. Like, and that's how I see the fight going. It, it, he'll be fighting on his back foot a lot in that fight. I feel people just disrespecting Crawford, man. I I'm feel not like disrespecting him. I feel like I think are. it. 
I think in any in a perfect when you, world, when, when you said in no card in your imagination, do you have? I don't. Crawford I don't in this fight. You don't think I, that's any kind of form of disrespect? No, I, I say this respectfully. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no disrespect. I, yeah, I say this <laughs> respectfully. I say this respectfully. Uh-huh. Crawford is a great fighter. And I don't I don't take anything away from him. What I'm telling you is Errol Spence Jr. is a killer. He is a killer. Mm-hmm. He went there with Porter, fought Porter's fight, beat Porter mm-hmm. at his he own did. game. He outboxed did. a world-class boxer in Mikey Garcia. He did outboxed him handedly. I feel Garcia was hella overrated, though. Garcia was overrated. I'm not. I, I like now. everybody. Everybody who watched boxing knew Garcia should not be in that motherfucking ring. Although, yeah, although, although Garcia is a he. He's not a. He's not like this world class elite boxer, but he is a very great balanced boxer. Yes. Which you don't you don't know what he's what he what he's capable of hitting you with. That makes no. him interesting. No, but, he's good. But there's like levels, like yeah, there's levels to it. It's it's good. Like you you're you're not in the bottom tier, but there's there there's different breeds of people exist. Yeah, when you get to the top five, top three pound for pound motherfuckers, and and when you get in a ring with somebody who's up there, like just because you was nice down there, you know what I'm saying? Like the chins up here, (laughs) the chins up here are different. The right hands are different. The hooks are different. It, the speed is different. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you'll get in there and you'll pop. <laughs> Shit. Yep. yep. Mikey thought he had the fastest hands. Nope. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What's up? Because Damien Damien's saying that he'll take the bet. Are you Which betting bet? against Errol Spence? Are you betting for Errol Because I'm for Errol Spence. No, nah, he's probably for Errol Spence. He said South Side right. still holding. Yeah. Yeah. That's Errol Spence. That's Errol Spence bet right there. But I, I'm serious. I'm serious. You put you as good as as good as Crawford is, and I oh, I, I no, mean is, as, you are about to lay on. Is. You're you're putting so much frosting on this disrespect <laughs> cake. <laughs> you about to serve this dude a straight lemon, cup, Man, like as disguised as, as a cupcake, dude. As good dude, as he you're is. great. You're yeah, amazing. You're, you're awesome. You're awesome. Spence will kill you. <laughs> yes. Yes. You talk about this. It's not disrespectful at all. <laughs> not at all. I mean, I mean I just, zero disrespect when I say that. I just, I, hope I just see the fight. I, I want it to Spence. happen. Um, I want it to be a good fight. Uh I feel. Crawford would shock the world. He ain't knocking Spence out. It'll be split decision. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be mad at it. I wouldn't be mad at it. If he won that fight, I would not be mad. When at they it. do a rematch, because the rematch clause is in there, Spence will then re- release. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Aside I don't know of about that, really? I don't know. Really. Because neither Spence, one of them. If Spence loses this first fight, and he's like, enact that, that rematch clause. 
I'm coming for them belts. Like, you think Spence will just lose those belts and then just not come back train ready to go harder? I Because neither one of them is a boxer you want to face twice. And this is when I, when I, when I say this, there's certain levels, the levels that you talk about, yeah. there's boxers, that's, there's boxers that collect data in the mm. ring. And like Tyson Fury, he's one of those boxers. Yep. He got dropped in that first fight, took the data from the first fight when he got up from the knockout and used it in the second fight. Yep. To win. Like there's there's a level to that. Those two are at that level. So if they fight and either one of them wins, the rematch. They're both would gonna be, go look at tape. They're yeah, they're gonna go look at tape, use the data that they collected from their first fight to try to win the second fight. The 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 person that wins the second fight is probably the person that loses the first. Yeah, because the person that lose the person that wins knows that they that game plan works for them. Now, do you think the winner of 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 certain fights, especially when you're going to like guaranteed rematch clause and sometimes trilogies and shit like that, the winner overthinks and is like, "Let me change up my game plan because I know my opponent is thinking that I'm boxing." the way I boxed in the first match and they, they cheat right. themselves that way. Like they overthink preparation for this fight. Is that more, let me put it this way. If, if, if they were to do that, would that be more on the trainer or the boxer? It'd be, it'd be on both really, because as the trainer, you would have to go back. If you win that first fight, you would have to go back and look at the mistakes you made in that first fight, even though you won that fight. You want to bring your cousin on? It looks like he got something to say about it. Yeah. Hold on. Let's post the link for him. All right. Because I look at it like, I mean, boxing is is probably the most dangerous game of chess you can play. You you got you to gotta bait people in. You got to make people react the way you want them to so you can counter react, right? Um, that's right. why a lot of the, the the boxing matches that that have two counter punchers going against each other, a lot of people get frustrated and boo and, and, and get mad, but they're just filling each other out because both of them know one wrong move and that's it. Like, they're right. I'm out. So right. I think the chance of overthinking is there because you don't want to go in being predictable. You don't want to go in reenacting the first fight that your opponent already knows how you set stuff up. Right. Um, right. But don't you think the trainer has more, if, if that's the case, the trainer is more at fault because the, the boxer, although he's the one in there, you know, putting the game plan into action. Like right. when the, the trainer has to be like, let's not overthink, let's not overcorrect. You know what I'm saying? Right. To a point where we're trying something new that that's not us, you know, because you want to stay right. in your comfort. Yeah. yeah, you have to keep the identity of the fighter at the end of the day. Yeah. But you have to make, you have to, you have to focus on the mistakes that you made where you were getting caught. Right. Yeah. Because the person 
that loses that fight is going to focus on everything they did right and adjust to what you did wrong. Right. So that would be that would be the ideal game plan. Unless because both men are great boxers, man, like it can go. It really can go either way. It really could. Yep. It'd be a great fight, man. And one that uh, I wouldn't mind, you know, fitting the bill for. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got it. I yeah. actually I, I told I told Wiz. I was like, man, let's go to Vegas for this. <laughs> Y'all better quit playing. <laughs> I was like, Wiz, let's go to Vegas. He said he was down. <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. Oh. It's too, it's too soon in the, in the, in the plans. Oh, I was like, y'all, y'all keep playing, bro. <laughs> y'all keep playing. I'll be right there with y'all. <laughs> what y'all doing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what y'all doing here in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I was hoping to get your cousin in here, but. Oh man. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Crawford Spence, uh, the fight that could probably bring boxing back uh, to the to the main main show. I think the last one, it might have happened after Tyson Fury was a uh, Canelo and Triple G. I don't think we was that a was that a trilogy that, as well. That was a trilogy. That fight was terrible. I don't. I don't. How do you feel about the trilogies? It's weird because you get. You get in certain trilogies, you get great matches, i.e., uh, Mickey Ward and oh uh, that is that is the Arturo staple, the yeah. staple of uh, <laughs> like, of trilogies right there. Yeah, you get you get some good trilogies every every now and then. It seems like it's happening more frequent now, where the trilogy they wait too long to have them. Right, the third so fight. yeah. Yeah, that third fight takes way too long to be made, and the trilogy at that point, like by the time we got Canelo Triple G, we knew what the result was going to be because Canelo's been he's been around, you know what I mean. Besides uh, Bivol, he's beaten everybody. He only yeah. lost to Bivol, so yeah. we knew. And Triple G hadn't fought since he fought Canelo. He waited to fight Canelo. Yeah. So you've been on the shelf that long. You've been rusty. Like, you got to shake off the ring rust against fucking Canelo Alvarez? Yep. Bro, that is a terrible plan. You fool. (laughs) (laughs) Your promoter should be shot for this, sir. (laughs) That is a a terrible idea. Like, yo, G, I got you a fight. Oh, where? With who? Canelo. Alvarez? Yeah. (laughs) Quit playing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah right quit right. fucking with me like bro that is a, that is a terrible idea why would but, you um, why would you you didn't think this through and it showed yeah. in that fight <laughs> <laughs> oh man. you did not think this through but i hope this goes down i hope they they figure this out um november would have been a dope time to have that um but you know i could wait another month december january as long as it's a good fight i'll wait for yeah it. You know, yeah. uh, I don't know if I want to wait any longer than January because then now you start talking that fight ain't never happened and they moving and finding other opponents and stuff because you don't want to be too stagnant in boxing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, yeah, they'll go fight somebody. And then that that's when like in boxing, anything can happen, man. Any one punch, uh, any one punch, get them dudes knocked out. And then 
fight kind of loses its luster at that point, right? Right. But um, moving on from that, I think that's all the topics we had. Uh, anything you want to touch on in uh, final shots? Uh, just remember, uh, we got we got some streaming events coming up on Patreon. So if you want to get in on the action, go to www.patreon.com slash that felon podcast. We'll post uh, the uh, we'll post our live stream like pay per view events. We'll post the schedule for that in the group in the announcement yeah. tab, so y'all can keep up with that. So if you don't know, uh, we got a Facebook group. You can go to Prove Me Wrong uh, podcast fan group, I believe it's called. Um, go there, you can see all of the. We'll we'll post it in the announcements, all the upcoming streams, live streams that we're planning on doing for our patrons. So. Um, like you said, hit us up on the Patreon. You see it at the bottom of the screen. But if you're listening, www.patreon.com backslash that feeling podcast. What else you got, man? Um, Just for Damien. <laughs> Sorry, you couldn't get in, man. <laughs> um, next show. Next show. Come on. And we'll, we'll talk some sports. Because he, he's actually a... A lot of my people from back home are, are really hardcore sports fans. So yeah, uh, yeah next show, I, come on. I know some. We'll be here next uh, I, I got a I got a few Eagles fans who uh, who should feel who feel we should be talking about the Eagles a little bit more. Um, just hit me up in my inbox. Um, <laughs> I might bring one after after this Sunday if they're still undefeated. I'll reach out to them see if they want to come on 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 Monday and 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 talk. Some I think yep. they're I thought they're but isn't there uh next game a Monday night game or not? Yes. Yes, I think so. Okay. So we'll so, yeah. see. We'll see if they want to risk talking to us while their team is playing or not. I don't know. <laughs> but they, they, we gotta feel get like they, they feel as if the Eagles are being overshadowed by this this Cooper Rush thing. Like not enough people are talking about the Eagles uh the way they think they should be talked about. So uh, we may bring them on. Um, we got to have a call-in link. We got to do that. Yeah. Set Most up a call-in. Most deaf. Actually, uh, no, nah, because then I'll have to give my number out. Because I can plug the phone <laughs> into the uh, the mixer here, just have them call in that way, but then I'll have them call my, my actual. So No, because they could just <laughs> tap in with the uh, Facebook Messenger type shit thing, too. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Y'all can reach out to us, man. Um, either way, appreciate you guys tuning in. Episode two. Uh, next week, you know, we're coming back with more NFL stories. Uh, we can't, I mean, I wish we can get in-depth, in-depth with a lot of the NFL stuff because Russell Wilson ain't right, looking yeah. like it. He ain't, he ain't it. Uh, Derek Carr ain't looking like it either. Uh, that AFC West prediction everybody had prior to the season. Chiefs winning that shit with Herbert being hurt and he Keenan Allen being out. Chargers ain't looking like they said. I mean, they won, but shit, you know, <laughs> Chiefs winning that division, man. It, it ain't even close. It ain't what people thought it was going to be. But um, a lot of other shit going on in the NFL, too, man. You think Lamar's contract took a hit based on his poor play last or yesterday? Nope. Nope. <laughs> he, he went on. He went on Twitter right after that. I was like, "We good." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you think uh, Mike McDonald, the coach of the Dolphins, uh, he he should he should have his feet put to the fire by how he handled Tua? 
you know, we got a little bit more time. What do yeah. you think about that thing, man? So that Sunday they're playing the Bills. He gets pushed down. Everybody sees everybody has seen the play by now. Um falls back, head hits the ground. Everybody sees it. It's like whiplash, right? Pop. Yeah. Gets up, tries to jog to the huddle. Boozy falls, gets up, boozy again. O-line help him. Bro, you you're you're not you're not ready for this. Take him, get him should've, off the field. Should have never won the game. Get him off the field. Go do the concussion thing. I'm like, cool. They're going through concussion protocol. Teddy Bridgewater comes in. I'm thinking Teddy B's finishing this game because there's no way. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a brain surgeon. I'm not none of that stuff. There's no way he's passing concussion protocol based on what I just saw on the field. I've seen oh. people held out of games for less. Put it that way. Yep. Um. Teddy Bridgewater goes out there, throws a couple dumbass passes. Tua comes trotting back out. I'm just like, either they have a TV in that locker room and they saw Teddy couldn't get it, and they're just like, bro, this is a division game. Bro, say you're hurt, you're back. Right. Because Teddy Teddy ain't Let me tell you. Let me tell you. As an old-ass man who has put my back out of commission for – a period of time from a hard ass sneeze. When your back hurts, you ain't getting up trotting to a fucking, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you going to be like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> yep. They're going to come and try and pick you up. Don't touch me. I'm not ready to be touched yet. My back, <laughs> everything hurts. So that's my thing. Like he ain't even grab at his back or nothing like back ankle. Like when you hurt, you grab towards the area that's hurt. All he did was get up, shake his head, which let me know head things. So, Mike, you know, all of that stuff. I get it. As the coach, you lean on the advice of your medical team and all that stuff. They say, if they say he passes it, you can, in good conscience, be like, the professional said he was good, but at the same time, Mike, you he saw you saw what I saw. Come Thursday. Jesus, man. <laughs> if if that wasn't the most scariest thing I've seen on the field. Um I thought he was just the terrified. way I thought the way he was his fingers. Yeah, the way I his thought fingers he was were. I was like I was like he there's his career. Yep. Um Having numerous people talk about it, your brain gets concussed. Four days later, it gets concussed again. The internet has told me your brain needs 10 to 14 days to fully recover from a concussion. So you don't even give it the the minimum of the window of 10 days. You shorten it. Four days. Brain still healing. Slammed like that. I'm like, bro, that is neck, spine, something injury. No, it's just yep. a concussion now. Oh, now it's just a concussion. Y'all don't quit playing down. Y'all don't quit downplaying these injuries. Bro. Yep. Like that, that, that is not only like because they fired the independent neurologist or whatever. Like I, I saw a story about that. Like they fired the independent person, but nobody else is like in hot water for that shit. The NFL Players Association are still doing their investigation into the mishandling of that. 
Here's where I'm at. If I'm to his teammate, I tell him don't play. Because a lot of yeah. these people are just like, no, nah, the NFL is a perception. Like, if you don't get out there and play, your teammates will look at you and think you're not there for the team. I think that is the biggest lie. I think the teammates are at fault if they let him play. The teammates Here, are at fault if if they're like, bro, just, just shake it off and get back out there, Tua. Because that's your boy. And he has a right. whole life after football. And yep. you just putting his life at risk to win a game. What's your thoughts on that? How, how that whole situation happened? My my comments immediately after leaving the hospital, knowing I just dodged paralysis. Yep. I retire effective immediately. Damn. I'm retiring. Off rip. Off rip. Because, yeah, you want to be a great teammate. You want to be there for your team. But, bitch, I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all tried to kill me. Yeah. Like, the people I'm out here playing for, y'all ain't blocking. I'm getting destroyed out here, bro. Like, this is the second week in a row I've scared my family. And his mom was at the game. This is the second week in a row. Like, she didn't have to see me in a potentially life-threatening situation. Like, that's it, man. That's it. That's it for me. That's, That's all it'll take. Because... You're right. I have a life after football. I do. Who do you think? And now, do you think Tua owns some of that responsibility for going up back there? Or at that yeah. point, do you think? I've never had a concussion. People have told me it's just like you really don't know what's going on or or where you're at. It's a haze. Like you can't yeah, make sound a- decisions. So if people ask you, "Hey, you're good, right?" You'll be like, "Yeah, I feel fine," yeah. and they'll send you back out there. So you do you put some of that on Tua to be like, well, you said you, you know, but not, probably not on that Sunday. Not like yet. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> leading up to Thursday, be like, bro, I, I my head is still, I ain't there. I'm still ringing, yeah. Yeah. At, at, a, at, at a certain point, a li- very little responsibility goes on him because he isn't making a sound decision, mm-hmm. right? You've you've had you're concussed. You wanna you wanna be and there's this whole macho thing, like I'm playing with a concussion, but CTE is real, bro. Like at yeah. this day and age, you gotta take care, you gotta take care of yourself. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, but for the people around him, they share the larger responsibility because the people who is watching who concussed. Him? <laughs> yeah, who 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 was watching him this week to make yeah. sure that he was ready for this game? Did you notice anything abnormal about his behavior? Yeah. Did y'all run another concussion protocol on him? And knowing that that was the scenario, why was he allowed to be on the field? Even yeah. though he said he was fine, that injury did not look good. What he went through that Sunday before did not look good. Mm-hmm. So why in good conscience, if you've seen that, you suspect a concussion, which you did because you ran him through the concussion protocol. Yep. Even though he passed it, why was he allowed to practice, then play? 
because yeah. he wasn't listed on any injury report. He went back out to practice as if nothing was wrong. And then we find out Sunday that something happened again. So it does. it's not a good look for the team, especially the team doctors, because they cleared him to play. It yep. doesn't look good. And how do you avoid this scenario again? Because do you think that, the NFL should get rid of Thursday night games? Do you think it's it's unfair to have players put their body through what they do on Sunday and then turn around and be like, three days later, we're going to do it right again? We're going to do it again. Like the, the yeah. recovery processes and all that stuff. Like, I feel, bro, if they don't just move these games, like if you want a game outside of your Sunday and Monday, put it on Saturday. Yeah, or, or I agree with that. A Saturday. Like, and I know college football be on Saturdays, but like if you're a college football fan, you go and watch college football over NFL. Like college football right. fans are dedicated to college football. Um, and NFL fans will watch the NFL. If you're worried about ratings or you know, people go out to the club or like we want like bro, if you put football, bro, they had a football game on Christmas. Y'all put football on, on Thanksgiving motherfuckers will stop to watch the football game like yes if the nfl doesn't realize their product they could put it on whatever time and people will watch it it's ridiculous you got people overseas in the military waking up three in the morning to watch football on a monday yeah. knowing yeah. they have work four hours later bro. yeah true story this your boy true story. i did it true true story <laughs> very true story bro Give these players time, man. Get if 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 you want to market and have your game on as many nights as possible, a Saturday night football, you got Sunday football, Monday night football, Thursday night football. I know it sounds cool, Thursday night football, whatever. But you got cats straight off of Monday or Sunday. Post to recover, get all your massages and all that shit. Monday. Game plan, watching film Tuesday. Trying to go through practice and shit on Wednesday and then play Thursday. Come on, man. Yep. And yep. then the and then the thing is, well, now you get 10 days of rest. Like, well, two is gonna have a lot more than 10 days to rest because they hmm. they officially said he's out for Sunday. And I'm just like, bitch, <laughs> we all knew that. If y'all yeah. would have put that he motherfucker on the field Sunday, the dolphins would be out of the NFL. <laughs> fire everyone involved we would drop a bomb on Miami Stadium like bro just throw the whole franchise away they don't give a fuck at this point Um, yeah it wasn't a good look the commissioner was there at that game too he was talking and shit and he saw that he was like god damn it yep. <laughs> god damn it just when we were starting to get back in good graces <laughs> we out here Giving young brown boys good fucking concussions and shit. Not caring for them. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. But, yeah, man, Um, I thought it was a bad look. I think the NFL should move Thursday night to Sunday night if they or Saturday night if they want more games or something like that. Um, I don't like the doubleheader on Monday like they did the other night. I don't like that. But uh, that's just me. I actually didn't. I didn't mind that. The flipping back and forth it. between two games? Yeah, I didn't mind it. Oh. 
I don't know. I, I just think the primetime games, like, it's supposed to be nationally, like, everybody, hey, everybody look at this game. So when you got two of them going on, you're just going back and forth. Now, it'll only come into play, like, if one of the games are super trash. Like, a lot of these primetime games have been not good. Uh, I don't know why they keep giving the Broncos. Uh, Thursday, I think this Thursday is Broncos and Colts, and I'm just like, oh, this should be fucking fun. You know, like, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That just lets me know I have a free Thursday to work on whatever I fucking want to work on while that shit's on exactly. in the background. So exactly, uh, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, man, that's all I got for him, man. I know we went into a whole nother segment, but we had an extra bit of time. Yep. Um. So if you don't got nothing left for the people, man, I don't. All right. Episode two of Prove Me Wrong. Uh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Uh, make sure if you tune in. Hit us up on our uh, Facebook group page, Prove Me Wrong Podcast fan group. Let us know your thoughts. Leave some comments. Put some suggestions in there for what topics you want us to talk about next week. And uh, we'll make sure to hit them up. Uh, But until next time, I'm the homie Mac, a.k.a. your boy. And I'm bred like a king. Made us Kelvin Kaylee. Come back next week for more Prove Me Wrong. Y'all take care. Peace. Peace.